Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to your weekly, hourly love, self-love and self-appreciation coming your way during this time. And we're so excited to help provide that for you and also inspire you to your own unique knowingness while I also give some of my advice uh, as our callers come into the show. Uh, We have a really fun course coming up um, starting Saturday, October 28th through Sunday, October 29th. It is a deep dive into the essence of self-love. It's a lovely workshop here in Seattle. Go to energyintuitive.com, click on the course page, and you can find out more. But for now, for this entire hour, you're going to soak up that vibration of self-appreciation and love, which is very transformative. I'm very impressed that you started the show out with uh, saying a lot of love. Oh, You know why? No, why? It's National Love is Kind Day. Really? Yes. You're kidding. No. That is hysterical. Why would I say stuff like that? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. I must have woke up with the inspiration of the day, right? You felt it. You felt it. It was beaming. Well, I really feel like all the work I do is really about getting people to love Mm -hmm. and cherish themselves. That's really what I'm doing, you know, whether it comes across that way or it's just behind the scenes or it's directly, you know, communicated to individuals. That's really what I'm doing because once you love yourself, and you have to do it all the time. You have to constantly do it. It's, it's, um, it's like a muscle that you have to build and maintain. Your life changes. Everything changes. So whatever you're looking for that you want to be different in your life, you're going to have to fall in love with yourself uh, so that it can have that miraculous you know, transformation. Perfect. All right. Let's jump to these phone lines uh, okay. for you and our listeners. We'll uh, start things off with Kyla calling in from Massachusetts. Hi, Kyla. Oh, hello. Hi. Good morning. What can I do for you? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a question, both kind of a general question and a specific question. Um, I am pregnant. Congratulations. Babies, babies. Um, Yeah, so just kind of any general information. Then I had a specific question about Mm -hmm. something related to that. Well, let's just go to your specific question. Yeah. Yeah, The specific question is um, my folate levels have been really, really high. Mm. Um, And that's because I accidentally took way too much folate. It was like over the course of a couple of days and they just haven't come down to a normal range yet. And so I'm just, uh, yeah, wondering about any information about... um, if there if there's any risk or like if that yeah any any kind of energetic I'm sure everything's fine I'm not worried okay. about a thing and either are your doctors so why are you that's just my question <laughs> you know if your doctors yeah. aren't worried then why then, are you well, yeah, what's the big deal yeah. well the doctors sort of just don't know they yeah they say yeah. they just don't really know but but when they don't mean that also means they're not worried yeah you know like like Everything's fine. It was just a couple of days. I wouldn't worry about it. Sometimes it takes a while for elevated levels of anything, supplements or anything that we're taking for it to come down. So I wouldn't be worried about it at all. Okay. Would not. Great. And and okay. doctors don't know everything. So many uh-huh. people think they do, but they really don't. They only study, especially when it comes to nutrition, 
and, you know, supplements and all, all kinds of interesting things. They don't have an awareness of a lot that goes on in the body at a deep cellular level. But I think you're perfectly fine. I wouldn't be worried Great. at all. And I'm telling okay. you, even if they had a suspected worry, they would they would talk to you about it. You'd be getting more tests. They would be doing all kinds of things. So they're not even slightly concerned. Okay. okay. Yeah, and then any other, like, general information about... Um, how to prepare, taking care of myself. I'm about 12 weeks right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think taking good naps, resting, eating well, but most importantly, be happy and do mm-hmm. your very best not to think negatively. Because okay. that's, that's yeah. not healthy for us in any moment of our life. Um, but yeah, just be happy, enjoy yourself, celebrate this incredible, fun, special time in your life and do your very best not to worry. Because mm-hmm. it's just yeah. a waste and- of energy. And any any information about the baby, the spirit? Uh, honestly, nothing's really coming through. Other than your baby <laughs> is a very happy, you know, kind of excited baby. But nothing's really coming through. The, the, the spirit doesn't even enter the womb most of the time until right around delivery. So your child is actually still in the heavens. You're, you're developing a fetus in your body, but many souls don't enter the developing fetus until right before delivery. Because they kind of just don't want to hang out in a womb. Now, some souls do for personal reasons, maybe some internal healing that they want to experience. But your baby is in the heavens, hanging out with departed loved ones on both sides of you and your partner's family, their own soul pod of friends. And they're just they're really just still living out their soul life. They have not merged into the fetus. Mm, OK, is, is that, that interesting? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. It makes sense because I've, I've been having a lot of trouble sort of connecting to, like, the, the idea of, like, the, the spirit, the, the being in, in my belly. Um, so, yeah. so, yeah, that helps me understand. And I wouldn't worry about doing any of that. I would wait till you feel the baby connecting to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when uh-huh. you get that invitation, then you go, oh, we're connecting. But you're doing all the right things. You're growing a human being in your body. That's what you're doing right now. You're growing a human. That's, that takes a lot of energy, love, and rest, and good nutrition, and I wouldn't worry about anything else. Great. Okay. okay. That's really helpful. Thank you so you're much. You're welcome. Have a good day. Yeah, thanks, Kyla, for joining the show. Uh, the baby is the size of a lime right now. I had a to double lime. check to see where Ooh, 11 and 12 weeks was. Yeah. yeah, I would think that's so, too. Big. Uh, we had two limes at the same time. Yes, We didn't did. know that either, but that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did have two limes. Well, and I also wonder, you know, as our consciousness expands, as we begin to look at things like religious books that have been, mm-hmm. you know, translated by mostly men over centuries and centuries of time, and these translations are really old and outdated and have nothing to do with modern times or consciousness or reality, we're going to change our, our thought processes a lot about what's real and what's happening, even when we talk about things like abortion issues, you know, like we're going to really grow because if the soul isn't even entering the fetus, you know, until right before birth, uh, I think a lot of our stories change. A lot of our belief systems change. A lot changes when we stop looking at, and this is not related to our caller, of course, um, when we stop looking at religious perspectives that are very, very, very outdated and fear-based and have nothing to do with reality. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. She has to remember to breathe a little bit. Yeah, just too. breathe and have just, fun. Yeah, exactly. Have fun. Enjoy I mean, it. Let it come It's a in. really mm-hmm. cool experience, yeah. you know, to uh, grow a human being yeah. in your body and then to become friends with it once it, you know, exits your womb and 
starts to live on Earth. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Perfect. All right, we'll take now Lauren calling in from the Seattle area. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to uh, the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm I'm in Seattle, the area of visiting. Mm. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm with my I'm right next to my brother here because I was telling him all about you. Hello, Hello brother. <laughs> <laughs> good morning. And, um, we I would love insight. He has a I'm doing the talking because this this you know sure I'm just introducing him to you. Okay. But we'd like insight into he has a 16 year old son, mm-hmm. and over the last six months. Um, he's at young, athletic. He's been having these grand mal seizures. Interesting. And mm-hmm. um, they think it possibly might be epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And they're trying him on a second medication. Right. Um, and it, it's come out of nowhere. So I didn't know if you had some insight to what might be going on. Well, it definitely doesn't come out of nowhere. Just, so, you know, I mean, yes, it did for you, for us in the physical realm. And we, when we start to witness or experience the health issues, it's like, oh, this came out of nowhere. But something's been brewing for a while in his brain. He's got a misfiring of, of energy in his brain. What I would love to do and... Um, of course, this would be if they were open to it. I mean, obviously, we have to keep trying the different medications to get to the right ones so we can get that misfiring not to happen. But on an energetic level, I've been pretty good at helping people um, overcome seizure activity. So if you want to, if your uh, brother and your nephew um, would be interested in that, you're the nephew having a session <laughs> with me it would be over Zoom, of course, because I don't do in-person sessions any longer. Then they could write into the office um, and uh and get on the cancellation list because I book out really far in advance. So there's a misfiring going on in his brain. And, and it was, it's probably been happening uh, on a smaller level uh, for a while, like several years. And then the, it just spilled over where it was affecting too many you know, aspects of the brain that it's now seizing. And grand malls are not fun either. You know, but those are hard. Right, because he has no recollection. You know, it, it's been pretty serious. And, he, you know, he has no recollection after yeah that that's kind of good but that's what happens with grandma because you really you go out you know you pass out okay so you don't remember a lot of people who even have smaller seizures um especially if they're young they may not even know that they were having a seizure but a, a teacher might notice or a parent might notice some rapid eye movement or something else happening that clues them into a seizure yeah so so that would be my recommend I'm, I'm sending energy to the young person right now to kind of recalibrate his brain um Okay. But it's also not unusual. I mean, we don't want that to happen, but it's not unusual when it may take several different medications before we get to the right medication, or it could be a combination of, of meds. So th- that's not super uncommon, just so you guys know. Okay, so put call right into you, put yeah. him on the cancel. If you want that. List, that could be really, that could be right, really oh, helpful. Right, brother, yeah. yeah, that could be really helpful. Right. My, my brother's right here already said yes. Okay, great. <laughs> right. So just write in, um, and my, my assistant, Alex, takes care of uh, all the clients and scheduling them. And, yeah. But he's going to be okay. I just want you to know he's going to be okay. And there's something in his life, you know, when anything weird happens to us or what humans consider as weird, there's something that we want to learn. And that weird thing comes in to awaken us to something. It, it may not even be super obvious. It might even be something that we figure out in a couple years. So there's something that your nephew, um, your uh, brother's son, wants to learn from this experience. Who knows? Maybe he'll grow up and want to be a physician. You never know. Or maybe he'll end up being a scientist and start studying the brain. Or maybe he wanted a different part of his brain to be activated in this lifetime as he grows more consciously. 
But there are good reasons why these things happen. So keep that in mind, you know, because we get so scared uh, when things happen. And again, grand mal isn't fun because people tend to, you know, potentially almost hurt themselves <laughs> because it comes on so suddenly. And, uh, you know, and, and many people become unconscious during that experience. But there are good reasons why this is happening. So kind of be curious about those as well as you are navigating modern medicine and um, creating the perfect health outcome for him. Okay, well, that's very positive that he'll be well and hopefully. Yeah, I um, think he will. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much. I You're welcome. Pray and and we'll, 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 I'll show my brother how to write in and okay. put you on the cancellation. Thank great. you very You're much. You're welcome. Thank Have you. a great day. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks very much for joining the show, uh, Lauren, from uh, the local area, Seattle, 877-825-8828. And we'll take one more before our first break of the hour. And we'll take now Teresa calling in from the Denver area. Hi, Teresa. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sure. Yes. What can I do for you? Um, well, first of all, thanks for taking my call. I um, read your or listened to your auto audio book, How to Connect to Your Spirit Guides, and mm-hmm. it was super helpful for Yay. me. So I'm, so I'm, glad. A fan. I'm so glad. I know that's uh, been a popular um, audio book. So, yes, yeah, I'm so glad you enjoyed it's it. Awesome. Great. Um, so, yeah, I'm calling. Um, I'm kind of in a transition point mm-hmm. in my life right now and wanted to see if guidance was coming up. And then I also had a question because I have chronic pain um, mm-hmm. and wanted to see if you saw anything mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. So how long have you had the chronic pain? Um, for about 10 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So chronic pain is really about um, having deep emotional pain that's unresolved. Did you know that? Yes, I okay, do. Okay, <laughs> good, good. So do you do you feel like you get down to your emotional body? I try to. It's been something I've been especially working on this year. Good, good. So real emotions, this is a hint for you. Hint, 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 hint. Real <laughs> emotions are calm, they're compassionate, and they're a little bit surprising. So when you have those reactive emotions, those are not authentic. That's mm-hmm. your mind. And as long as you stay in those mind-made emotions, you're not going to be able to get down to the authentic emotions. And again, they're going to be surprising. Like you might be a lot happier than you think you are. You might be a lot more delighted with life than than you think you are. So real emotions are very, very different than mind-made emotions. So that's part of the issue is because like so many people on earth, many people think that those strong, you know, quick or deep, um, somewhat low frequency feelings are real emotions and they're not. Even when people are authentically sad or mad, there's an observational quality to the experience. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. So keep that in mind because I actually think the chronic pain is over with, like it's done, but you're holding on to it. Hmm. I know. Isn't that interesting? Why would why would people hold on to pain just like a comfort? No, or... I, I think what's happening is because you keep listening to your mind for your emotions rather than your authentic emotional body. Like, And you've been working really hard on this. I agree with you. Like, You've worked really hard, and you're trying to analyze and process these mental emotions that aren't even authentic, and that's what's mm-hmm. keeping you in the vibration of the discomfort. So there's a whole other level that you've already created of a pain-free reality that completely exists right now but you're going to have to stop paying attention to these mind-made emotions you're gonna have to start ignoring your brain 
Mm-hmm. How does that sound? That sounds like great in theory, and I just it's about figuring out how to do that, but so, I think I'm on the right track. Good. Yeah. So one of the things to do is to actually rest in the lower half of your body, like feel your feet or your thighs. And, and I mean, just with your mind, or you can put your hands there if you want to, or like right now I'm sitting in a chair, I'm feeling my glute muscles on the chair. I'm feeling mm-hmm. the weight of my shirt on my body. So, so I want you to start investigating, even when nothing's going on, like you want to really practice this when you're in a calm state of being so that you can get down there too, when you're not in a calm state of being, but you've already created the reality of pain-free. It's just still stuck in your brain that that's not mm-hmm. your reality. Totally. A well-worn path in my brain. Yeah. Perfectly set. Uh, Perfectly set. (laughs) Um, And I'm in the middle of a move as well, so I wasn't, I I wanted to see if you might see anything about that, like. I don't uh, see anything negative or positive. I feel like it's a lateral existence, like you're just making mm -hmm. a lateral move, which is fine, right? But I don't see anything negative or positive regarding the move. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you so You're much. You're welcome. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You as well. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining the show. We're at our first break of the hour, and we'll be right back with more from Marie. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where we are reminding you every week about self-love and self-appreciation, because you deserve it, you're worthy, and the more you step into that vibration, the faster your life will change in ways that, of course, you desire and in ways that you never thought possible. <laughs> it's just going to, oh, you know, make you so, so happy over and over again. And then that's what helps you keep your vibration elevated is because beautiful things happen in your life that inspire you and delight you and you keep your, uh, your energy in this high frequency. So yeah, welcome back to the show. I think that was your first sound effect you busted out yeah. in like quite a few years. Like I was impressed with a, a good whistle there. <laughs> yeah. I might have to clip that out a little bit later for oh. our listeners. Okay. Repeat it over and over again. So we will take uh, Kim calling in from North Carolina. Hi, Kim. Hey, Benny. Hi. Hey, Marie. Hey, Aww. Kim. You are, you are living where one of my babies lives. I know. Yeah, I was just. I know. Tra- I'm just right outside of Charlotte. Are you really? Oh, like neighbors. Yeah, like neighbors. <laughs> hey, neighbors. She's, she's outside of Raleigh. I was um, just talking to her on the way into the show too. We were talking on the phone. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, what can I do for you? Well, Marie, I just wanted to thank you. Um, you gave Mom a beautiful, beautiful session at the beginning of her journey through ovarian cancer, Aww. and it gave us such peace. Um, piece of like the unknown that we knew um, and it just you'll never understand how much that that really meant to both of us um, mom passed in my arms um, June 20th oh yeah. but we're and, um, we're very very sorry and so happy to at the same time that you all got to spend beautiful precious time together and I remember you and yeah. your mom I remember both of you and I don't yeah. remember everybody you know like it doesn't stay in my brain because there's just too many people, um, and so it gets kind of squished out. Uh, but I remember yeah, your mom's lovely, and you guys have been very, very close your entire life. What a blessing. Exactly, yeah. And I just wondered if, if she might have a message for yeah, me. Yeah, she does, but I just first, first want to ask, have you talked to her yet? You know, because isn't that I one have... of your desires? To work yes, in you're yeah. exactly right. <laughs> to work in the I world talk- of mediumship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I talk to her every day. But oh. I have not heard I've her not back. Gotten to 
see her or hear her back yet. It, it so could be that I, you're I still a little sad, you know, and yes. and it's hard when we're sad to get our energy elevated, right? But yes. um, your mother yes. wants me to tell you first and foremost, she loves the other side. She goes, why did I wait so long? And she didn't. I mean, oh. luckily she had, like, she, she had a good life, you know what I mean? And Yes. And physically well for up until the end, you know, she did really well in her lifetime. She did. But yeah. uh, she goes, why did I wait so long? She goes, this is way cool and fun over here. And she goes, honey, oh, that makes me so happy. Really? She goes, honey, she's speaking to you. She goes, honey, this is why you want to be a medium, because it's so cool over here. You want to hear all the stories. You want to know what's going on in other people's lives that have crossed over. You want to bring peace to the individuals who don't understand the afterlife, which is most of the population. Um, she says it's way cool. It's really fun. She, this is how she's describing it. And your mom's funny. She's really funny. Yes. Uh, she she says it's kind of like being at a petting zoo that is on um, Mars and NASA scientists are doing research and development. She says it's ju- it's so <laughs> complex, but yet so loving and precious and so way out there that it's hard to imagine what the afterlife is like. That's how she describes it. Okay. she's so cool she goes I come to your room every night and I kiss you all over your face and I tell you again thank you thank you for being my daughter thank you for being my best friend and thank you for being my Mm -hmm. healer that's what she says to you every night as you fall off to sleep that is beautiful that is so beautiful and I love that she brought animals into her scenario that means a lot too oh I'm so glad yeah she's she goes Marie this is going to be cuckoo but just repeat it I'm like okay all right I will (laughs) she heard plenty of my cuckoo stories (laughs) yes but we're we're sorry that she crossed and we're happy that she's happy you know, we're always sorry for the humans because that's who, you know, gets upset is who's ever left behind um, or who's still here living on our temporary home, you know, in this interesting cosmetic cosmos. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's, she's happy as can be. Any advice as far as me moving forward? Start practicing. Okay. I think I gave you that advice a little while ago. Yeah. Okay. So. Yes. My advice usually is very accurate, so I would jump into it, start practicing so you can make this beautiful career path that you would love, and you have your mom over there on the other side, too, to help. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Yeah. Thanks very much for joining the show, Kim. 877-825-8828 for the show. And let's stay here locally, and uh, we'll take Kirsten calling in from Bellevue. Hi, Kirsten. Hi, guys. Hi. So I'm sitting here going, oh, my gosh, what question do I want to ask her? (laughs) I was called a couple years ago when my brother-in-law passed, and and I'm hoping you're getting some energy coming through for why I'm I'm calling. Okay. Um, So was it helpful when you called in a couple years ago? Well, I was trying to remember now, but (laughs) in a way, because it was regarding my husband and his brother passed and how he's doing with Mm -hmm. his health. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you were kind of like, he needs to relax. <laughs> he needs to relax. <laughs> I'm like, yes, he does. Well, we had a, uh, a loss. And, oh, um, yeah. so, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm um, so sorry. So I just, it was there. Mm-hmm. It was pretty traumatic. Mm-hmm. And you're not, t- you're not talking about your husband's brother, right? You're talking about someone else. My husband. Oh my gosh, your husband passed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How long has it been? 
Uh, it's been two, seven months today oh in, my gosh. while we were vacationing. Oh, my gosh. And it was not expected. Mm-hmm. And his cardiologist said, you have 10 years before wow. I do anything, you know. And wow. it was 27 days. Wow. So it's hard to understand. Wow. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm very sorry. I have spoken to um, multiple people who've lost their loved ones during vacation. And, and it is really traumatic during vacation because – some people are like one person in particular was with their entire family. They were on a huge family reunion on a cruise ship and same thing happened. A massive heart attack during a basketball game with family and this person passed away, but you didn't have a bunch of family with you. It was just you two, right? So that makes, Oh, go ahead. My friends were there. Oh, you're, Oh, that's good. I'm so glad your friends were there. My daughter. Okay. So you had people with you. You had some family with you. Amazing. Which is amazing. Because otherwise it's really, really scary. Er, Right. Mm-hmm. When you're all by yourself, you're not around people, you know, you're in a foreign country or you're on a cruise ship in the middle of nowhere and a beloved person passes away. He doesn't talk about your friends or your daughter. He didn't show me a picture of them. He just shows me you. And he says your husband said that it was actually very before he he passed that you guys were being romantic. Is that true? When? <laughs> <laughs> on the vacation. On our vacation, not really, actually. <laughs> Were you kissing well, we, and hugging? Were you telling each other that you love each other? He was saying he really was sorry he was feeling the way he was feeling. Uh-huh. He's always amazing. Like, he's just amazing love. But, um, no, he wasn't feeling great. Uh-huh. And then he, yeah, had a heart attack. And... uh so, so I'm trying to figure out where this romance is coming from that he's talking about. So, were you guys in bed together, or were was he? Were you cuddling, or day he wasn't feeling well? Uh huh. Were you with and, him? And I was with him on and off, mm-hmm. but no romance. <laughs> well, romance too is you know romance is kind of different for different people, it, it, like a closeness or holding hands and having eye contact. Was it something like that happening, or would you feel like well, you're just running in and checking him. in on them and running out? Kind of more checking in on him, you know, in mm-hmm. the water, and he wasn't feeling great. And, mm-hmm. But he very often had pain. Mm-hmm. So it was back. It was mm-hmm. not front. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't think anything was happening there. He thought he had a back pain, you know. Heart disease is like that. That's why it's the leading cause of death in the United States. And he did the right thing to go see a cardiologist and get a checkup. And then, unfortunately, he wasn't given the, the correct advice, Right. Yeah, and he was taking a supplement, um, a special medicine we paid a lot of money for, and I almost mm-hmm. wonder if something went up with that. I don't think so. Took... No? I don't think okay. so, no. I think your husband just had like a sudden collapse of cardiac function, a sudden yeah. issue. But I want you to know he thinks it was romantic because he okay. will not stop saying that. And, really? and And yeah, and partially he probably because he wants you to feel good about this. He's You're blaming yourself. You know, you're taking on too much responsibility. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, not really. Huh. I just feel like we're clearly not connecting here. What? We're clearly not connecting here. We're having very different experiences. I know. Let's figure this out. Did you? Um, did you? Does he say anything about the transition? He Can will he? in a few moments. I, I've okay. I've still been asking him not about the romance. I stopped asking him about the romance. But I, I think <laughs> I that's know important you want me for you to feel like that. that yeah, you <laughs> and, and he, he he wants you to know that like. Like that moment, perhaps it was romantic for him. So just kind of like, even though, you know, it doesn't make sense to your logical mind, don't throw the word out of the bus yet. Because 
people on the other side really say things of importance that don't always make sense to our logical mind, but they're going to make sense later or something about it's going to be important. So just hold on to it. And, you know, like that's important to hold on to it. I don't believe that anyone leaves the earth until it's their time. I really don't. And, and so even though you did all the right things, you went to the doctor, you, you know, had extended tests, you got the expensive supplement, you did all the right things. It was his time to go, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel that. that even though he's young. Yeah, right. He's young. So souls don't look at chronological age in terms of when's the best time to go. They don't look at it that way. They don't even see age at all. You know, so whether we're one month old or we're still in utero or we're 100 years old or we're 40 years old, it doesn't matter. They don't look at chronological age. They look at soul progression and what the soul desires. So what this means in a nutshell is that your husband got everything that he wanted from this lifetime because he took an exit route. This was not his planned departure. So we have a planned departure that's kind of in our auric field that we hope like, oh, I hope I leave at this time. And again, chronological age doesn't matter. And then we have four other exit routes where we can leave, especially if we go, wow, bingo, I won the lottery. I figured out what I really wanted to experience in this lifetime. And oh, I'm ready to go home, which is not what the the human consciousness is not aware typically of what the soul's decision is or path or movement forward. You know what I mean? So he feels like he won the lottery. He got everything that he wanted. He also says it's going to be really interesting for you to have a life without him. And he doesn't mean it in a bad way. He means it in like some like really cool things are going to happen to you that you wouldn't let happen to you because I was in your life. Wow. Yeah, that's what he says. So be be very curious about who you are and what you want to experience. And I'm, I'm sure this is only seven months, you said. So I'm sure this is really mm-hmm. hard and challenging, but phenomenal and amazing things are coming down the pike for you that you wouldn't have allowed yourself to experience if you if he were still here. I wonder why. <laughs> well, but. I can think of a million reasons. I mean, one of the things I appreciate about being a single person is when I go to the grocery store, 99% of the time, the only things I'm putting in my cart are for me. I'm not thinking about anyone else. I'm not thinking about cooking for anyone. I'm just thinking about me. I have a lot of freedom in the grocery store, and it's a lot of fun. I'm not thinking, okay, who needs what? And are we going to have enough food for everyone? So having relationships with people, although it's beautiful and it's amazing, it's also distracting. And you're yeah. a compassionate yeah. person, as as is he. So you were always thinking of him. And what's yeah, it? both of us did that. Yeah. Right. So it's really hard <laughs> for some <laughs> people. Right. Long time, which is beautiful. What a blessing. What a fortunate thing for the two of you to experience on a planet like Earth. It's It's really cool when you get to have these moments in life because it's rare where people get to be alone and allow more of their magnificence to pour into the world it is uh, an honor one thing i have to tell you i'm thinking yeah. about it might help you when he <laughs> was in the ambulance and and they're like basically you're gonna let him go yeah. i was massaging oh. his feet oh well that's pretty romantic mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what he wants you to pay attention to i'm so glad I at the moment but i give it to him and then i got to tell him to go yeah did he hear that and of course <laughs> hearing first of all from the physical world hearing is the last thing to go the very last thing to go but even when because your husband was his energy w- was a lot outside of his body already and so he was hearing from the physical and the spiritual realm at the same time but now we know why he said it was romantic right 
I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I really think it's really romantic when people rub people's feet. It's a really beautiful, loving thing. You know? Yeah, I get roped into it a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he says it was rom- romantic, and now we know why. That's why I always tell people when I tell you things and it doesn't make sense to your logical mind, don't throw it away. Hold on to it. It will make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, such a gift to be able to. Uh, go ahead. Such a Form gift a to be with him. He could have been anywhere in the world and not with you and, and passed away, but he, he was with you and you were with him. And, um, and he, in his mind, it was romantic. So, uh, so that's really lovely. And now you get to discover who you really are beyond an amazing partnership. How long do I have to wait? <laughs> not long. Not long. Okay. okay. It's, it's, oh, it's a challenge, this thing. <laughs> and health-wise, do you see anything? Because I've been as told some, like my adrenals and all this, you know. Well, just make sure you take good supplements. A lot of people have adrenal fatigue, so make sure you take good supplements. I think you're doing great. I think you're doing amazing. And your husband gives me a thumbs up, so. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. And one more question. No more questions. I'm so sorry. We, I have to go to a yeah, break. Sorry, I'm we so, do. so sorry. Sorry about that, Kirsten, but good luck to you yes. for sure. Uh, we'll get that out, and we'll be right back with more from Marie. And welcome back to this beautiful reminder every week that you are lovable and deserving and magnificent. And uh, we're taking calls. We are. We're going to travel back over to North Carolina. we got a lot of fans over there. We do. Um, And it's Neva calling in. Hi, Neva. Hey. Hey. How are you guys? We're great. We're great. What can I do for you? Good. Oh, I need some guidance. (laughs) Um, And I don't know if this is unethical to ask or whatever, (laughs) but (laughs) i got to be careful because... So my daughter, mm-hmm. she's in this relationship, mm-hmm. and things went really crazy about a month ago. Like, this guy just had, like, this kind of public explosion at our house, and I ended up having to threaten to call the cops in order to get him to leave, which is something I've never had to do in my entire life. Mm-hmm. It was really crazy, and... um I tried to help her. I took her away to the mountains for a couple of days and tried to help her. But as soon as she got back, she got back with this guy. And I'm not asking because I know that that's their business, but I'm asking, how do I navigate this now? Yeah. Um, yeah. So how old is she? Jesus. He is 20. <laughs> no, how old is she? She's 20? And she's, she's 18. Yeah. And she's still under your roof, right? She is. Yeah. I, I would... You know, you know, I think it's good for parents to have rules. Mm-hmm. When kids are living under your roof, I know she's an adult, but she's not paying for her life yet. You know, you are. I would make rules. Some like boundaries for yeah, sure. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you don't get to see this guy. He's not safe mm-hmm. or he's, this isn't a good match for you. And, and believe it or not, this is actually good for you because you're an empath. You're a very old soul. And you don't like to set a lot of boundaries. You don't like to tell people what to do. You know what I mean? Like well, I'm trying to be compassionate. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I, like I, I don't think, I know. <laughs> And I put something up on on Instagram about this and Facebook about we have a lot of young souls on the planet right now, maybe more than we normally do, because they're helping older souls to set boundaries and say no and really embrace their power. So when we're around people who are selfish or who don't really support the freedoms or the individualizations of others, uh, that's so that older souls will actually step into their power and set boundaries. So I think you, I think you are the mom. You are running the house. You're paying for everything, or you and your husband, or, or whatever the situation is. And I think you should set some rules. 
I don't think you should date this person. It's not healthy for you. But what I would also, and of course, you know, we don't know what she'll exactly do, but I would also sit down and talk to her and tell her that there's a pattern brewing in her awareness where she doesn't believe that she's valuable or worthy and deserving of unconditional love. And that's why she's attracted someone who is verbally abusive. So, because that's important information. We want her to heal this sooner versus later. We don't want her to marry someone in the next, you know, whether it's this person or another person, if she keeps on the pattern, she's just going to continue to attract like-minded people. Mm -hmm. So she needs to work on her self-love and her self-respect and her self-worth so that she can command appreciation and have valuable individuals into her life. So I think there's a lot of conversation that could be happening. Um, Does that make sense? It makes total sense. I'm just, I'm struggling because like my husband said something to me last night. He says, you know, we have to figure this out or she's just going to go get an apartment with him and she'll, you know, that'll be it. And I don't want that to happen. So I'm like, I don't want to push her away. I know, but but this is exactly what what empathic people do. What you're just saying is that we're afraid we're going to push people away. We're afraid afraid we're going to alienate them. But if you don't speak truth and if you're not direct with her, then she's not going to understand the information. Because I promise you, let's say you speak truth and you set some boundaries. And let's say she moves out and she moves in with him. She's going to start to pay attention more to the conversation between him and her She's going to start to take notes because she's not going to be able to get rid of what you said to her. But if you're too nice and you're too kind, she's not going to have that information. So please don't hold back. You will serve her better in the long run if you're direct with what you believe is happening. Because you're right. You guys are right. Both of you. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I know. Teenage, Teenage years are fun. And I mean that right. oh my sarcastically. I, I mean, we no, I mean, oh my gosh. When all my kids went to college, I was like, oh, thank you, God. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they were still young, but I could, yeah. you know, and I didn't know what they were doing. So in a way, it was kind of worse. I mean, intuitively, I did know what, what they were doing. But, you know, and that would have been great if I hadn't known. <laughs> I no, I, I think I this is, known. but that's again an empathic response, being too nice, not wanting to know, not wanting to rock the boat. This is actually an incredible opportunity where if you guys say how you feel and set boundaries, you are helping your daughter prevent of future, you know, decades of being in unhealthy relationships. You're actually helping her, but you have to step up and own your power. Okay. Okay? Okay. She okay, will, she will thank it. you in the long run, I promise yeah, you. Yeah, and you and your husband have a combined effort. Like, yeah. it, it works better even that way, too. You both have discussed it. You both think this is important for yeah. boundaries to be established. And I know my girlfriend and I have some stuff with um, her son with staying out too late. And he didn't know. And we finally said, all right, if you're going to stay out late, well, fine. You don't get your car. And he's like, oh. And all of a sudden, he started coming home. (laughs) So it makes sense. (laughs) Well, it does, because he wants to still drive his car. It's his most amazing thing ever, right? right. But he's he's 18. And you guys are are holding the wallet. Remember that. It's a great bargaining Mm -hmm. chip. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Have a great day. All right. Thank you so much, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See you later. Good luck, too. Let me lock in our next caller there so we don't lose. Well, uh, and we also have um, some online courses coming up. You know, registration is open for the soul's journey, September 25th through November 13th. It's going to be a great week. (laughs) Eight weeks course on exploring the souls. Um, We'll discuss visits 
visiting unique spirits and that dwell outside of Earth, and also your own past lives, which is really, really, really fun. And then the dance of the chakras, which of course you already heard on the commercial, which is really my favorite, understanding the energy between chakras and the auric field, because healing occurs when you combine the information of both of those aspects and work on them together. That's when healing really abrupts into the world. And if you've wanted to go to Alaska, Suzanne Giesman is heading out on the Awakened Way cruise um, August 12th through the 19th. It's coming up. If you've been wanting to go, um, please visit her. Uh, Well, actually, you can go to my events page and you can click on the link and sign up for that cruise. I've been to Alaska once on a cruise and it was amazing. Amazing. I loved every minute of it. I do, too. I'm from there, so oh, I'm kind of biased. So beautiful. And <laughs> unfortunately, because of global warming, it is actually warm, you know, so you could actually wear a bathing suit and go swimming on the cruise ship. At least everybody Bring did. Bring it just in case. Listen. No, 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 I'm not kidding. <laughs> All right, I'll just make sure. I, I, right. I went right before the pandemic, and people were swimming in their bikinis right. in uh, on the cruise ship because okay. it was warm enough. Yeah, crazy. Guess I'm still stuck a little further north to where you were. So I was like, just be a little. No, I just no throw that I, swimsuit right. in the suitcase. Says do it. Yeah, throw it in. A few minutes left, and we'll take now uh, Diana calling in from the Renton area. Hi, Diana. Hi. Morning. Hi. Hi. Good morning. What can I do for you? Well, I have a couple of things that kind of go together. I'm I'm really interested in the metaphysical world and the energy world, mm-hmm. and I feel I've taken classes coaching classes and Good. yoga teacher Great. i just can't feel like feel like i can't settle into one spot i know because you have to get out of your head <laughs> and you haven't done that yet you know like Correct. you can for moments for moments but you ha- this is your work you've done all the other stuff that's fantastic but the universe is your grandest teacher and the universe is your grandest inspiration and all of your magnificence comes from your connection to the divine and when you're in your brain you can't hear see or feel your divinity nobody can i can't so so let's say if if i were having a a weird day you know like weird stuff was happening to me and i wasn't happy i wouldn't even bother to ask an intuitive question until i got out of my head which means i probably would have to go on a dog walk or go water the lawn or uh go listen to white noise i would i would have to do something to provoke myself to detach to the habitual addiction we have to our brains, which the brains are just these beautiful logical tools, like to make sure that I get on the freeway on time so I can get to the studio on time, that I put my contacts in the right eyes, you know, before I walk out of the house, that I take my vitamins. You know, all of those things are for for the logical brain, and the brain is great at doing all those things, but it can't do anything when it comes to divinity, nothing. So you're going to have to focus on getting out of your brain. So as far as my energies, is there anything that I need to work on? I just told you. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so this <laughs> is about the chakras, too. It's about the third eye. It's about your connection to the multisensory world. It's, it's, it is so the seventh chakra. It's also about the first chakra. Because once you get out of your head, you get to be in your body in a different way, which is not that closed, compartmentalized, you know, kind of fearful human existence that most people experience. You, you get to be on planet Earth in a very different way. So you will affect your chakras in a more opening, expansive, self-empowered way once you stop thinking and analyzing and processing information that's not even accurate. Okay. Okay. So that means you can have lots of internal dialogue with your head. Like whenever I notice my brain going down really weird thought processes, 
I just start loving myself more. I go, oh, Marie, I love you so much. Or I think about things that I really appreciate. Like one of the things I love about being a single person is I love the quiet. I'm in quiet. I mean, I, I'm from a big family. I had a big family. Ah, oh, the quiet. <laughs> so if you can get into the appreciation of your moment, that's going to get you to stop thinking because the brain doesn't really think in that way. Um, mm-hmm. And that puts you in the feeling aspect. And then you start ding, connecting to your magnificence. Okay. That makes great sense. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Yeah, thanks, Diana, for joining the show. We probably have time for just one more caller okay, before the show is end. Yeah, and we'll take uh, Teresa calling in from the Cape Cod area. Hi, Teresa. Hi, how are you? We're great, thanks. I just had a quick question. Okay. Um, I've had a medical one, a pain in my right calf. It's mostly when the leg is extended and waking up at night. Mm. I talked to my primary and my orthopedic because I, I need a hip replacement eventually, and they say it's not related to that. Well, I didn't know energetically if there's something going well, on. Well, I'm glad you went to the doctor because then we know it's not a blood clot, right? So that part's good because that is also what happens and when you extend your foot or actually flex your foot and you have pain in the calf. It can be an indicator of blood clot. But you've been to your doctor, so they checked all that out, I'm sure, and contemplated. I think this is low magnesium levels. Okay. People are chronically low in magnesium. Um, And I recommend taking magnesium supplements that have a lot of different types of magnesium, like seven different types kind of intertwined because there's so many kinds of magnesium. Um, Actually, I just got that information yesterday. I think you mentioned it. And I I texted or emailed your assistant and she gave me it. So I ordered it and I'll start taking that. Yeah, I would start taking it. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. And then... And then are you on, are you on bone on bone and for that hip replacement? Uh, yeah. Is I've it, been putting it off for a long time. But, yeah. And it's not pain all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's it's good. Because it, it doesn't feel painful to me. Do you have any of those near infrared and red light panels? Do you have any of those in your home? I got that and the balance board based on your recommendations. Okay. And are the, you the platinum? Great. And are you letting that hip get hit with light every single day? Uh, not every day, no. Yeah, try to, even 10 minutes okay. because you might be able to not have the hip replacement. I'm not against it. I'm not against, right. you know, getting joints and having more flexibility and freedom in our lives. Wonderful. But since you don't have a lot of pain, I have a fair amount of clients who are bone on bone, pain free and have full mobility or close to full mobility in their joints. And so they're not That's getting crazy. replacements right now. So okay. I would, you know, at least 10 minutes every day. Every, every day? Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. I will try that. Thank okay. you very much. You're Appreciate welcome. It. Have a great day. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Teresa, for joining the show. Uh, do you want to sneak on one more? Yeah, one got, more. All let's, right. Let's we'll make it quick. It. And uh, it's Judy calling in from Vancouver, B.C. Hi, Judy. One question, please. Go ahead. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Well, I was actually calling um, about my, my dad, who mm. has passed. Oh. And... Um, I just, I've been wondering lately, um, mm. my, my brothers also passed, so Aww. they're together. Which is um, nice for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very nice for them. Yeah. Uh, your dad wants me to tell you that the other side is way cool. <laughs> you know, like, your father really nice. didn't think about the afterlife, at least not in a, in a creative way. And uh, he was happily shocked by how fun it is. He says it's like going to an amusement park where you couldn't possibly get hurt. And you can go on every ride that's super crazy and have the time of your life. That's how he's describing it. Hmm. Well, I, I was the, he was, he was, 
businessman. And uh, he and was I what? Was, I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. He's what? He was a businessman. Uh huh. And uh, I was uh, the breadwinner in my family for the longest time. And I haven't been working the last few years. And I'm just wondering if my dad has any advice or anything he wants me to know about how to move forward. Well, he clearly wants you to have fun. You know, that's kind of what's missing from your life. You don't know how to have fun. Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah. So that's where everything comes from is through joy, wealth, success, beautiful health, happiness, loving relationships. It all comes from joy. So if you could work on that, then you and your dad would be in alignment because he's having a lot of fun over there. Okay. 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 Have a great day. Yeah. Thanks, Judy, for joining the show. And that'll do it. Marie, we're going to wrap up. Love it. Thank you, everyone, for calling in and listening. And again, join us next week as we remind you all about how lovable you are and how worthy and deserving you are. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 